Welcome to Homestyle with Shana Blaze for Beaumont Tiles, with tiles for every style and budget. And welcome everyone to Homestyle. Yes, I'm producer Jane Yield and Shana Blaze is with me for Beaumont Tiles with tiles for every style and every budget. Shana, of course, an interior designer, judge on the block, the designer behind Beaumont Tiles' new complete bathroom packages and a whole lot more. Now, in a moment, Shana, we're going to chat with Michelle Carney, the National Clearance Manager for Beaumont Tiles. She has been doing the hard yards on the block and, of course, a major, major ensuite reveal this week on the block. How have you been, Shana? Spring just around the corner and I'm sure busy in your world at the moment. Oh, look, just saying spring around the corner, you just do a little skip, don't you? Like the mornings are getting brighter, the air is changing. Um, I know there's still a lot of rain dumps happening around the East Coast of Australia but just you know that little bit of difference um I feel like I'm back where I was a couple of years ago like I I am really busy lots of projects lots of amazing things I just have to say I got an award the other day from Harris Scarf for for being with them for five years so I've been designing with Harris Scarf for five years now and um it feels really good and I said look I haven't won a Logie so this is really good to win an award in 22. Oh, that's fantastic. So, yeah, wonderful. Five years. Oh, some of my favourite um, items, including I bought it years ago, like a beach bag. It must be at least, you know, your second season with them. A, a Shana Blaze insulated beach bag is like one of my prized possessions. Was that the blue and white stripe one? Correct. It was. I know the one. <laughs> and it's really good. Like it's insulated, but it's also good if you've got wet bathers and a wet towel too. Oh, it is so good. Uh, when it comes to that, Shana, just on a complete tangent, like how does your brain click over? Like at what point now do you have to have next winter's bedding designed or next summer's? You know, I'm assuming you work so far ahead. So, you know, how does that process work? Do you just have a little thing in your phone that says, Harris Scarf Design, here's an idea? Or how do you do it? Anyone that like would work in a retail or work in, in that sort of thing, you, you design Um, at least 18 months out because you've got to see what's happening. And so when people say there's a trend, well, that was worked out 18 months ago. Um, It is one of those things we know. I get caught off guard. So Harris Scarf do give me a little nudge and say, "Mm, we've got spring, summer to look at. Mm, We've got winter. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. So what I tend to do is look at, okay, what were the last two seasons that I did and what is the next step from that? So what, what do I want to work in the next collection that's going to be a little bit different but not be so far removed that people can't use what they used, say, the winter before or the summer before. So it's just they don't have to go for this full, completely different look. Um, but but I love because I, I love all the textures that are happening and I'm going a bit bolder for my next winter. Um, I, I've done lots of colour, so I'm going a few different sort of textures and patterns. And, um, yeah, yeah, I'm a bit excited because there's, there's some real fun bits coming up and some really strong statements um, that, again, won't be trend-driven because that's one thing that I don't do. I don't look at the trends. You do have to look at what's available. You do have to make sure what you do is going to work with the future trends, but I don't make my whole collection about a trend. And are you selecting fabrics from someone else or are you actually designing the actual, like, I remember last season you had incredible bold floral doona covers that you had. Or is that working in collaboration with an actual fabric print designer? No, we start from scratch. So um, oh. Harris, 
Periscope have an incredible guy called John Hotchkiss who, um, you know, he's the one who sources and gets everything together. Then I work with the beautiful Lisa who is the graphic designer. And so we work, you know, I'll go through archives and I'll go through old patterns and go, look, I'm sort of thinking something like this. So, you know, I, I want to go Australian. This and, and so we work together in pulling that together. So I bring up all the inspiration and she's the artist that does it all. Um, but no, we, we, we do our own designs. Oh, that must be an incredible process. Like the collaborative experience is just, just beautiful. We need to talk bathrooms now, Shana, though, especially those that we saw on the block this week. Some of the best bathrooms ever. <laughs> they are. And I, I love the fact that they're so different. And we've, we're seeing now the real personalities starting to happen in each of the houses, which I think is what that beautiful, you know, sort of journey that everyone goes on with them to see how they're growing or not growing. So um, I think now we're getting onto the that stabilising and going, okay, who are these people? And this is Homestyle for Beaumont Tiles. You can, of course, drop into one of Beaumont's 115 stores and let their specialists help you select the perfect tile for your next renovation. Now, it was well pitched as one of the most incredible bathroom reveals ever on the block. So let's talk about the block's bathroom reveals from Sunday just gone. We've got Michelle Carney, the National Clearance Manager for Beaumont Tiles with us again to have a little chat about some of those stunning rooms. Now, Michelle, welcome again. Thanks for coming back to Homestyle. Hey, you get to see the process, you see the contestants, but when you sit down and watch it on the telly like Shayna and I did, do you sit there and go, okay, wow, even that surprises me at how good that bathroom is? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also how the week plays out because we hear the back end of what's happening and there's lots of things that we don't hear that have happened. And then so when you watch it, you go, oh, we didn't know that had occurred. Um, so that's always interesting. But, yeah, some of those spaces were really stunning and it was really good to see them to come together as a complete space. Now, Shana, you post some of the uh, pictures of each bathroom on your socials and then, of course, listeners and viewers just weigh in on their opinions. Do you think you've ever seen a sort of big ensuite bathroom reveal that has had people perhaps arguing and disagreeing so much? Oh, it happens every year, every year. And, and I think it's great. I think it's a really healthy conversation because, you know, people are coming from their personal opinions. And even when Darren and Neil and I will say, I like it or I don't like it, it's not from a, a personal opinion. It's coming from a professional opinion. So I just want to get that out there. Um, but but it is quite funny. There's, there's quite a few um, conversations happening, quite a few people talking about some of the tiles, you know, will they date? Some people going, oh, my God, there's so much pattern it'll date and then some people go oh they're just so simple there's nothing I can find exciting so it, it is incredible what people take but you'll be interested in this Michelle like a few people said to me that um you know it looks like there's a lot of bathrooms um that will date and so I went back going well no they won't because they're actually about the, the actual house and they're about what's happening at the moment and this is possibly the very first time I've seen five bathrooms that haven't followed it a trend in one week. Then someone came back and said well yes they are, they're in caustic tiles they're, they're popular at the moment and so I come back, so it's having a great chat, I come back saying well they're not actual encaustic they are a printed version so they are sealed, they're, they're really functional but at the same time they are a a traditional pattern that's gone through the decades and centuries. So anything that's 
created on a tradition is not um, a trend. It might be popular at the moment, but it's not a trend. Then someone else came back. But what about those gold taps? I had to live through them in the 80s and 90s and they've gone. And then I go, okay, so that was a whole look of a gold tap and apricot and salmon and what was the other colour? Apricot, salmon and avocado. So those were a trend that were mixed together. But when you're going on traditional, it's what's popular, but it won't date. What do you think about that, Michelle? Yeah, I also think when you walk into a house that has, you know, a feel and a particular style, then that space won't necessarily date as much if the, if it ties together with the house. So I, I really don't think that any of them will date significantly mm. at all. I think there's lots of different elements throughout each space that are more, you know, traditional and then others that aren't. And I guess it's more about people's tastes, whether they prefer the traditional sort of style and they lean more into that or whether they go for the more modern contemporary look and I think that will just show who buys the house. I agree. And I think I have to say, as you could see from what I just went through, that was just one little lively thread. There's a lot of others too when people talking about, look, they're too cramped or whatever. But sometimes it is the angle of the camera that makes it look more cramped than what it is. And sometimes it's the angle that makes it look bigger than what it is. So that's why where we're coming from, we're judging the space standing in it. And that is the perspective of where we're judging from, not from a screen, not from a colour grade. Um, we do have the real perception of space. Everyone was phenomenal. It really was. They all had something that wasn't, you know, quite right to get it a 10 and that's what they're, we're there for. But um, the variety of colours and pattern and textures in the tiles was phenomenal. And we didn't see a grey bathroom there. Woohoo! <laughs> no no large format, large uh, grey tiles. Uh, Rachel and Ryan, Shana, had one of those bathrooms that people said maybe was a little bit beige, the super traditional master ensuite. Uh, you and Neil and Darren didn't really agree on it. So I wanted to know whether you thought it was beige, but I also noticed that, I mean, they had two huge windows with incredible views in their bathroom. And I know we'll get on to Oz and Omar you know, having three entryways in a bathroom. But do you think more than ever, Shana, these contestants are having to deal with the inside-outside aspect? Because when you're in the middle of the city and perhaps building quite a, a built-up area, you're not thinking about those expansive views, are you? So they've got that extra challenge of designing in the windows and the entryways. Uh, I think it's definitely that they're working with the views, but then... Um the contestants in other series have a different challenge of trying to work against a really bad view and trying to create something that's really amazing inside that doesn't fight with what's outside. And so it's a different, it's almost the opposite theory of what's been happening. Um, but looking at the reveal on the block of the their bathroom, it actually looked a lot better on camera than what it did in the space. And it literally was like a, a, a dining, like a, a beautiful cake that if you sliced it down the middle, one was that look and one was the other. So it was like a split screen standing in it. And so, you know, the left-hand side was quite beautiful. There was a lot going on. But on the right-hand side where the view was, it just really let it down. And it's just they just needed a few extra elements to connect it. But it was like, seriously, if you shot it as two separate spaces, people would think they were two different bathrooms. Yeah, maybe uh, as well they focused a little bit too much attention on the feature wall and not enough on anything else that brought it all together. You know, a lot of the focus was on those tiles that were um, ordered for the vanity 
And then I think, yeah, they just forgot about the other areas. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think the view, you know, it's not like the window took up the whole wall. So, it, yes, that was a view to contend with, but it was a very small snapshot. So it wasn't enough to make this incredible impression on, so that it could just speak for itself. It, it, it actually needed some attention to bring the two sides of the room together. And I noticed as well, I mean, you always talk about little details, Shana, and I know, you know, we've spoken about the complete bathroom packages at Beaumont's, which can, you know, give you the confidence if you wanted to walk in and go, just give me that, just give me that because it's all there. Um, Darren picked up that in Rachel and Ryan's bathroom, the IXL fan was like stainless where everything else was in different colour. And he said, I know they come in white. Why would you put something stainless steel that stood out really differently and not just put it in white? Like, does something, like, really small like that bug you, Shana? Absolutely, because when you're doing it from scratch, if, you, if you're renovating something and you have to reuse stuff, um, it, it's sometimes you have to excuse it because of what's there. Um, unfortunately, in this series, it could have been an availability thing. And as Michelle said, we don't know what goes on during the week. We don't know what a hard time, what things haven't turned up, what wasn't available. But in the end, we have to judge as though that, that room is going to market that day. So we can't tell what's going to happen in the next week that they could replace it and fix it. If what is physically in that space, um, and I guarantee they would have been upset if it wasn't the right thing anyway. And, you know, people have to remember they've got a week, we've got the worst supply issue ever um, that we've had. Um, but it is our job to judge it as though it's gone to market. So every one of those details does come into play. I think sometimes when the golds are different colours throughout from like a mirror to a tap, that that actually really gets me going. So, yeah, I think it was just an oversight from them and I'm sure that's probably the first thing they're going to change. And let's move on to Anchor and Sharon. So they were the runners-up. Now, when was the last time, Michelle, that you slipped into a spa bath if it wasn't at a resort or on a cruise ship? Can you remember? <laughs> Well, funnily enough, my parents' property still has a spa bath, but it's been a very long time since I've gotten in that and I'm still not sure. I, I liked the shape of it. Obviously, it was a little bit more of a modern shape, but all I could think about is the clean, you know, trying to keep it clean and maintaining it and I'm still just not convinced I want a spa bath. So, Shana, how's about you? When did you slip into a spa bath, although it probably looked a lot different? Like you said, Michelle, this one had that very modern look of a bath, but sort of secretly hidden were the spa jets and things. I have such an aversion to spa baths. I just can't stand them. Um, but And that's not just a personal choice. It, it is one of those things that they are very uneconomical to run. They're uneconomical to fit, to fill. But as Michelle said, this was a really beautiful shape. And because it was filled and it had bubble bubbles in it, the um, the actual controls were so discreet that it's one of those ones that if you're going to get a spa bath and you love it, I think that's the one to get. So that will be a personal choice. And I think somebody um, that will have that bathroom, it has that luxury spa resort feel to it because it is right in front of that window. So it's got this incredible view. So I think the positioning of it um, is perfect. And you know, you might 
turn the spiral maybe once every two years, but that once every two years might be magnificent. <laughs> and you might want to clean it first. <laughs> Exactly. And that's the thing, like, you know, the, the one, I don't know that model. I don't know the one that they had. It, it might be one that has this self-cleaning action. I've heard of that before. So um, I haven't investigated it. So I'm with you, Michelle, but it's it's one of those things that maybe it, it's got that property to it hopefully hopefully <laughs> <laughs> um and i know that the block has gone all out and been green this year so i'm assuming there's solar panels possibly even battery storage but yes shady you're right on the econ- economics of it i know a guy who finally got solar panels put in his huge 12 person spa it was all running off solar but of course when you want a spa bath it's the middle of winter when there's not much off you know pumped into the grid and he got this thousands of dollars worth of bills for his electricity so <laughs> oh my god and the amount of water for a 12 person, and you wouldn't want to refill that every time, so it'd be full of chlorine. <laughs> yes. Jury's out on the uh, on the spa baths, I think. Uh, now, Shana, there was a little talk about sconces. So just paint the picture for listeners, maybe not, you know, doesn't come to mind. It's a sconce is, am I right, a wall light that is all pretty much self-contained. It's all in that one fitting, yeah? Yes, yeah. So, look, I think, you know, never have we seen so many wall sconces. And wall sconces I absolutely adore because, one, they're a beautiful contemporary and traditional application of having lighting in, in two ways of ambient light in an in a um, lounge or a hallway or it could be you know for really good direct um, lighting to your face in the bathroom and I have um, wall sconces in all of my bathrooms because they are a great um, direction of light but if you're going to have wall sconces it's to light up your face not the ceiling in a bathroom and when they're sitting up really high and they are a very you know, and Anka and Sharon's, it was so over the top, that design. There was a lot of black metal. And then you had the hand towels that were really high. You had the black tats. And it was just, it was very overwhelming. All the black details were there. And then the sconces really weren't going to work because they were up so high anyway. So they didn't do the job that they were meant to do. And Michelle, is that something that when you're designing a room and with those uh, complete bathroom packages that you've taken all that into consideration and it makes it a lot easier, like even just that one element of placement, I guess you guys have already worked that out with those complete packages. Yeah, we've definitely tried to. I think that's like the number one thing I try to talk about when people want to put a light fixture around um, a cabinet, especially a shaving cabinet, you want to make sure it's positioned correctly. Otherwise, you'll just find you'll put it in and it won't serve any purpose. And then you've either got to change it or you've got to add an additional light above. So it's really about making sure they fit in the right position. And literally half the time, it's like 300 mil, you know, it just needs to go down 300 mil and it's doing its job. There are some that go above shaving cabinets as well. And so they have a direct light, but they're stronger. So they're not actual, you know, I know a couple of people have put wall sconces above, but the wall sconce usually has a lower wattage in, in, people say, oh, we'll just go up to the next level of um, glow, but sometimes you can't. Uh, And before we move on to that amazing bathroom that Omar and Oz did uh, here on Homestyle, of course, brought to you by Beaumont Tiles, we're chatting with Michelle Carney from the team at Beaumont Tiles. We must just quickly, Shana, cover off on a double-sided fireplace in Ankur and Sharon's bathroom, which when you instructed Darren to get on the toilet, you would very possibly be able to see someone in the bathroom on the loo through the double-sided fireplace. I really hope that they have heeded your warning. Look, honestly, it just, it was one of those things where it wasn't till halfway through judging, I realised it was double-sided. And then I thought, that's a bedroom like 
what? What? So double-sided fireplaces are amazing, but you've got to be really aware of what else it's heating and also what can be seen through because that's the whole idea of a double-sided so you can actually get that beautiful look all the way through. So I went into the room and sort of like sort of got myself in a position of a bed height but also a chair. So even if the bed doesn't go on that wall where I was, a chair. So you have to be very careful of your furniture layout positioning and um, had a great conversation with Darren on the toilet. Mm. <laughs> Definitely very up there in luxe. And I, I just don't know whether anyone would really want to go to that effort. I'd much rather put a fireplace in my living room or dining room somewhere. It's always going to be used for its right purpose. So yeah, I'm not sure about that one, but hey, they must've had the money to spend. So yeah. Well, and I think the thing is also that Onkar and Sharon have the luxury of, of space and, you know, that is the biggest house on the block and it's the rooms are phenomenal. And to tell you the truth, you know, that bathroom was probably double the size or probably, no, probably two-thirds of... Omar, sorry, let me go, let me step backwards. Omar and Oz's was probably two-thirds of the size of that room and they had to put the same amount of things in. So they were extravagant and mm. um, they were able to be extravagant. And as Michelle said, I don't think many people were doing that, but who would be able to have a bathroom that size bigger than most people's bedrooms? Yeah. Now let's talk Omar and Oz's bathroom. You said, Shana, you had a genuine moment when you discovered the walkthrough shower. It is the kind of innovation that is exactly what you need to grab buyers' attention. Uh, you mentioned the tiles sort of previously, those incredible patent uh, floor tiles. Michelle, what did you like about this winning bathroom? And is there a couple of little features or products that you can point us to that you can say, yeah, that is just so popular at the moment? Yeah, I was really, really blown away. It probably didn't really get enough of a mention, but Saturday morning I was at the warehouse helping Omar get new tiles into his car. So I was... And was that? Yeah, Saturday morning, I think we met at about 8.30 a.m. So to know in my head that he was driving back and then they were still tiling, I thought, this is this is not going to happen. And then when I heard they won, I was just blown away. I was so ecstatic for them because they really went through it. But um, the finger tiles are obviously quite popular. I actually had them put in my property, so I'm a big fan of them. But even just the way they brought all the elements together really surprised me. You know, I don't have any idea what styling they're going to do when they come choose their tiles. So when you see the end product and it all just comes together, I was really just totally blown away. I really loved the, the look they created. Uh, excuse me, I love the toilet paper. I thought that was just so funny. It was, and I'm so glad they, you know, they didn't attempt to do it on the towel because that can go wrong. But the fact they did it on the toilet paper and, you know, it's just a big thing about making like a little triangle, which is like a massive effort, but full on origami, hilarious, hilarious. Yeah, very clever. <laughs> and I think it's really fitting to those two's character. Like it really shows how much joy they bring while they're doing this show as well. Yeah, yeah, quite funny. Because I'm, I, you know, I don't get to meet them like you do, Michelle. So I'm only just learning who they are as people. Yeah. Now. And the thing is also when we are judging the rooms, we can feel the joy. And there was a lot of joy in that bathroom. And I think also um, I noticed on Beaumont Tiles' uh, 
Instagram, they had a photo of Omar and Oz's bathroom and it's a different angle that everybody gets. And so a lot of people were concerned about the, the distance between the vanity and the bath. So if you have a look at that picture on Beaumont Tiles, you actually can see there's quite a bit of room. Yeah, definitely. And of course, you're referring to uh, Michelle there, the fact that they had to rip up tiles because somehow the adhesive hadn't been mixed properly and they weren't, it wasn't setting disaster. Shana, have you ever had that happen on a project you're working on where you've just gone, there is no point going any further. We've got to rip it all up. Um, no, I haven't. <laughs> um, doesn't mean the tiler hasn't done it when I'm not there. Um, but it, but it, it also comes down to that their prep is pretty harsh there, you know, the cold and everything that's happening there. Things aren't fixing properly. They don't have the time is not their thing. If the tiles are laid wrong, it doesn't matter what how you fold your toilet paper, it's never, ever going to work. So they made the right decision. It really was important to, you know, get those new tiles and get it happening. Yeah, and I thought it was actually excellent to see the sort of the behind-the-scenes thing of actually we need – there is a company who underwrites this project. They need to be able to sign off. If we have even a shadow of a doubt that your waterproofing is not correct, we cannot let you keep going. So I actually thought that was excellent to see that on the screen. Uh, Honourable mention to Tom and Sarah Jane and then Dylan and Jenny as well. A storage queen's absolute dream. Uh, Storage, storage, storage. Shana, before we let Michelle go, anything else you want to say about that? Like you've just got to get it in there, don't you? Look, I think the thing is bathrooms are meant to be functional. They are meant to be beautiful. So there's – and it's also the space that every – literally every – trade will be in there, especially if you're going to put a double-sided um, fireplace in there. So, you know, they have to be functional, beautiful. There's a lot to think about. And the fact that, you know, this is their fourth room, including the challenge room, just commend to them so much. And, you know, I know we have to be very firm because that is what we're doing, but we're blown away. And that's why I had my Harry Met Sally moment in, in the bathroom, because it's like, oh. <laughs> oh, incredible stuff. Uh, Michelle, anything you'd sort of like to add that, you know, you've seen now on the show like you say you're there with the boxes and and the warehouse end of things that you just thought yeah beautiful on point we're going to seeing that in future I think there's a couple of trends that are going to come out of this year maybe a little bit more of striking color and then also we're still got a lot of popularity around finger tiles mosaic tiles are coming back in but full walls or you know half height vanity walls um, especially in this series so yeah, there's a few things to really keep an eye out for. There's a couple more bathrooms coming that are really interesting as well. So I think we'll be watching and waiting. Can't wait to uh, debrief on a few of those, Michelle, but you've done a great job. Like you said, you're there at, you know, that last minute when they need more tiles, part of that whole process. So well done. And uh, I'm sure we'll speak to you soon. No worries. Thanks for having me. That was Michelle Carney, the National Clearance Manager for Beaumont Tiles. Now, we have a listener question. If you ever want to ask Shana a question in person, podcast at sen.com.au. So, Shana, this is from Nadine in Warrandyte. Oh, which is such a beautiful part of Melbourne. It's sort of very bushlandy. I used to live. Beautiful. Did you? So how would you describe that area for people that don't know Melbourne? Uh, it's very um, bushland. It's very Australian bush. Um, lots of big properties, a lot of small ones now. And, you know, very earthy and very, you know, it's that beautiful mix of people that are artistic and sustainable and then people doing big contemporary things on a block. 
Yeah, a bit like the Blue Mountain sort of vibe in Sydney, I reckon. Uh, so Nadine asks, Shana, I'd love your advice on styling for selling at the moment. We're preparing to put our house on the market and hear lots of talk on the block about researching what buyers want in the area. Should we just go to the local open inspections? How do we find out what's actually going to appeal to buyers in our local area? I know I should just employ a company to style professionally, but I really want to have a try myself. Any advice would be welcome. I think that the, the best thing is, one, you just look at all all the um, houses that are on sale at the moment and your job is to be one step better. That's the easiest thing to do. But but it's also, Warrandyte is so unique. It's not, there's not a certain um, one style, but, you know, the, the most popular, I'd be very interested to see whether it's a 70s house because that was a very big, big, um, there's not a lot of um, traditional homes there. It's mainly your 70s and contemporary and mud brick and um, sustainable type of homes. So I think you either um, look at the vintage of your house and amplify that. So if it, it is a, a 70s um, house, it's it's very in at the moment um, and, and really amplify that beautiful, beautiful design of the building. If it's more contemporary, that's what you want to go for. Um, really, really look at um, the gifts of, of Warrandyte in the fact it's all about artisan. So keep it simple and contemporary, but just add some artisan pieces and some good artwork to give it personality. Yeah, I think definitely the artwork. And, and actually, it reminded me, um, you can go back in our feed, listeners, we Spoke to remember Tim Ross, Mr. Modernista, uh, on the show last year. So Warrandyte. <laughs> if you've got one of those amazing 70s places that maybe to you, Nadine, is starting to sort of feel a bit tired and maybe dated, that is so in right now, isn't it, Shana? <laughs> it's so in right now. But also it it's so in because it's cyclic. It won't date because that is a style that's already been and it's coming back. Um, and people straight away think Palm Springs. Don't go Palm Springs looking Warrandyte. It is not it. It is that beautiful 70s earthy textural feel and all those beautiful textures and and 70s really embracing the Australian version of it. Yeah, could maybe ask some friends if you've got, you know, friends with great taste in artwork. I mean, you could always borrow, couldn't you, Shana, to do an open inspection? (laughs) Always borrow, always borrow. Get your questions in, email podcast at sen.com.au. Before I let you go, Shana, have you got a little tip for a spring project or, you know, something we should be doing now to just give ourselves that little lift as spring approaches? Oh, my God, the air is so beautiful at the moment. I think what I would do, like my favourite flowers this time is jasmine, gardenia. If you're up north, you know, it will start bringing out the frangipani. So I would say bring in those beautiful spring fragrances and, you know, keep the doors open and just sort of look at look at um, your curtains like beautiful shears because shears billowing in the sp- the warm spring breeze. Oh my god, it's so romantic. Oh, now my little tip, Shana, is to really consider the value of buying an established tree or plant uh, because whilst the price nearly gave me a heart attack, I bought a magnolia Vulcan, which is a beautiful magnolia with the most deeply magenta flowers on it stands as tall as my head it costs a fair whack probably the same as going out for dinner and a you know movie on a Friday night but oh my goodness the value that is going to add to my garden it is stunning and I'm like "Mm, it's worth paying for that isn't it (laughs) well you just said it's the price of probably a dinner and a movie and that's gone in once 
you know, in one go. Whereas this, it will get bigger and grander each year. So you get the value of it every single year. Absolutely. So that's my tip is maybe yeah, look at a little uh, a, a garden investment. This is Homestyle. And of course, thanks to Beaumont Tiles. It was great to have Michelle with us. And of course, you can drop into one of their 115 stores and let their specialists help you select the perfect tile for your next reno. Shana, uh, anything coming up in the next couple of weeks? I know you're busy, but half the time it's because you've got little secret projects on the go that I don't know about yet. So. Ooh, well, we've been been working on our movie, The Fort, and, and the um, charity. We've been doing some pre-screenings. I think people would have seen on my Instagram stories I'm reposting a lot of stuff, and it's just very, the very small marketing um, things at the moment. So we're actually working on distribution of the movie. So I'm just – we're getting such incredible feedback of how important this is in harm prevention of domestic violence. And, you know, a lot of people think that subject is taboo, but you think about where we're sitting and talking at the moment is about homes. Everyone has the right to feel um, safe in their own home. And I want this subject not to be taboo because we want to eradicate these these horrendous statistics that, as an Australian, we should be embarrassed about. Mm, yeah, home is where the heart is. It can be uh, terrifying for some. So, yeah, the fourth movie and, of course, like you said, your Instagram. I can't wait to see it. I still haven't, so I cannot wait to see it. Uh, Shana, thank you so much and we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Thanks, Jane. Thanks for listening to Homestyle with Shana Blaze. Renovating and don't know what style you are? Beaumont's exclusive What's My Style quiz will help. Visit tile.com.au.